It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I am Pastor Jack King. I am your host, and as always, I'm just excited about Sunday morning and being here with you on the radio here on 94.1 on your radio dial, 8 o'clock. And I hope this is something that you do every Sunday morning. Join with me, and we'll talk about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. This is show number 1077 today. That's a lot of talking over about 20 years here on the radio. But we've interviewed a lot of people and done a lot of different things in ministry. Have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And uh, that just seems to have worked out real well. And I'm excited to have back in the studio with me a young couple that they came and shared their vision and ministry with me here a while back. And I've been watching them on Facebook and God's just doing some glorious things. This is Keith and Carla Whitfield. The name of the ministry is Mana Express. <laughs> Brother Keith, welcome back to the show. Glad to be here. Glad you're having us. Sister Carla, it's good to see you. Good to have you back. Thank you. Thank now, you for having us. Now, basically, this is the way I remember the interview from before. You all were uh, had gone over to Bluntstown, and you live in Crawfordville, and you saw where somebody was feeding people after the Hurricane Michael. And that just touched your heart. So you went home and got your grills and came back and helped out. Correct. And For about four days. About four days. And then that's just something God's just done in your heart. So you've been several places now going and just feeding people during times when they need to be fed. Exactly. Hallelujah. So... First question, I think I asked you this before. When you went back to Crawfordville and got your grill and started cooking food, where did the food come from? Donations. From where? From From people donating money and us going and buying the food or people donating foods. Really? Yes. Now, where, I mean... we just had a hurricane come through. Was the, the stores were closed. A lot of it. Where'd you get food? A lot of the stuff we've done in Bluntstown was people bringing food out of their freezers. Right. I'm going bad. Right. So. Yep. Absolutely. It makes perfect sense. Yep. And so if people would maybe driving by, they saw what you're doing, they talk to you a little bit, and they say, hey, I'm going to go home and get stuff for you. Exactly what they've done. Wow. Wow. Yep. And I think that's a, a great deal. I had a, a customer of mine, and this is during during that time, and they, they were telling me, they says, well, we... Our power was out. It looked like it was going to be out for a few days. He said that they, they took everything, threw it in a garbage can, threw it in a garbage can. And it had only been just a, maybe a day. Wow. Mm. And then they went out and they, they picked up the lady next door to go with them. They said, well, let's just go find something to eat. They found a place to eat until come back and their power was on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> said, oh, my goodness. I'd hate that. So, so the, the thing is, is that you may want to hold off a little bit exactly. before you start tossing stuff because power may come on. Now, from your experience, how long, I mean, if you've got stuff in a freezer, how long can you go before that stuff is going to go bad? True, I don't even know. Huh. No, I guess it all depends on how much you open a freezer and but I really, honestly, I don't know. Well, I mean, if you looked in there and the, it looked like it's still frozen, 
my, my. <laughs> what little I know. <laughs> I would say at least three yeah. or four days. Yeah. Maybe yeah. seven days. Because so. yeah. I had told uh, one of my deacons in my church that uh, the next time one of those came, that we were going to do just that same thing. We're going to just sit up there in front of the church and say, hey, people bring food, we'll, we'll cook it for them. And then later I met you all, and then this is exactly what you're doing. So Manna Express, who came up with the name? Keith did. Keith did. And where did that come from? I mean, I know it's from the Bible. I don't know. It, it just come to me. So. It just sounded right, didn't it? It did. Because <laughs> manna from heaven. And I tell you what, if it, it, you don't realize how quickly you can get hungry. And I'm talking about real hungry. And you're talking about uh, a hurricane comes through, your power's out, you, you, your food's gone. I mean, 24 hours, you're starting to get hungry. 48 hours, you're about out of your head. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I know this from my own personal experience. When uh, when Hermine came through, which I think it was in 2017, my wife was in Louisiana. She'd gone over there for a wedding with her mother. And I'm at the house by myself. And then then I I went to work that day. And I couldn't find no place to find anything to eat. And by the time that end of that day, man, I am hungry <laughs> and I finally I uh, passed by the the Waffle House on Thomasville Road and man there are cars everywhere <laughs> and I'm, I'm pulling a trailer behind my, my said, man, I'm going to find some place to park this thing <laughs> and I did and I waited in line in that Waffle House for well over an hour just to get in the building but that's where that's just kind of what what you deal with when these hurricanes or any type of a tragedy like that takes place so for you folks to show up Say, hey, we're here to feed people. What a blessing. <laughs> it's definitely a blessing yeah. to us yeah. to do something. So now you you folks are, are what we call lay people. You're not, you're not pastors. You're not missionaries. I mean, you're just lay people. You both have jobs? Uh, yes. Okay. And uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Carla says no. She she's well, she works from home. She works at home. Absolutely. So so between that, your job, your occupation, you work at that end, and then you're going off to do these uh, ministry things with feeding. How many times have you gone now? We've been to Louisiana twice this past season. The past hurricane season, we went to Pensacola in Louisiana. We went to Pensacola in Louisiana the, the year, year before. before that. Okay. Okay. But yeah. this year we went to Harvey. Harvey, Louisiana. We fed close to forty five hundred people in a three wow. day or four day three day stay. And then three weeks later we went to Galliano, Lafouche area and fed probably forty two hundred on that trip. Wow. Now, obviously, you can't go to every natural disaster no. around the world because you're limited in your ability to go. H how much planning do you have to have in order to take off and go? I mean, is this something? That it you takes us a solid week to get everything together. By the time we decide to go somewhere, we start putting the word out that we're going, trying to raise money to get our stuff to go, and it usually takes about a week. I'm, I'm amazed to at get that. everything together. So. Yeah, because you're talking about you got to you got to have transportation. Now, do you generally you have a personal vehicle that you take? Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> we well normally we our biggest hassle is pulling the trailer because uh -huh. it's 38 foot gooseneck, and I don't have a gooseneck no way to pull it. So we beg, borrow, and steal, or <laughs> people help us. 
Wow. Like we've got a couple from Grand Ridge that goes with us, and he has a one ton. He, he pulled it last two times. Okay. And then we drive our personal vehicles, and different people drive and pull campers. And but that's a lot. It is. I mean, and, and you're putting a lot of a, a time on the phone, different things, trying to coordinate, trying to come up with that transportation, things like that. Now, let me ask you this. Do you, you look at down the road. Do you see this as something that the two of you will be doing for a long time? If we're physically able. Physically able. Mm-hmm. I so, think so. So the thing is, is that the more you can uh, update your equipment, uh, maybe perhaps get a truck that would pull a gooseneck right. uh, trailer, that type of thing, the better it would make it for you to be able to do what you do. Exactly. Because obviously you've got the fire in you. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you feel good about what you do. I mean, when you go and, and these people are coming, what are they saying to you? What are you hearing out there? Thank you so much. We can't believe that someone from Florida would drive all this way to feed us a hot meal. Uh-huh. And sometimes they get really excited because you're having grits. <laughs> like they just really get excited over that, and they they just they're just so thankful. Huh. They're very humble. Wow. I think that a lot of people never expect to be in line to get food, mm-hmm. and they they don't realize how humbling that is. Right. But. They kind of come to know you when they come back for the next meal, and then they come back the next day for a meal, and then they bring their friends, and it's just, it really it really touches our heart. I'm just amazed that you're able to acquire that much food to be able to cook, and I know that, that you say people donate a lot, but I mean, you talk about the number of people you're feeding here. This is a lot of food. The last trip we went to Louisiana, we took 70 Boston bucks with us. And where did all that come from? From people donating money and us buying it. So when the Sam's are buying it. So it's not a matter of people necessarily bringing you food. If they're, they're, they're giving you cash donations. Right. So that's Correct. very, very important mm-hmm. to the continuation of what you're doing. Right. But uh, as I'm seeing it right now, everything that you're taking in financially, you're spending it on food and you haven't been able to upgrade your ability to do the ministry. Right. So so we need to look and focus toward the ideal of uh, having a fundraiser to help you buy whatever you need to be able to do the job, which is, I think, is a truck. A truck, yeah. most yeah. definitely. Uh, we're That's about, our biggest holdup. Yeah. We've actually, since we last spoke, you've actually got an actual walk-in cooler on our trailer. Really? Got it set up. <laughs> it's, it's nice. Now, now, how do you uh, operate that? I mean, Generator. With a generator. So, yes. so you got a generator, too? Yes. Now, did you already have that? Yes, so we already had that. Now, how big of a generator does this take to be able to do this? Uh, 5,500 watt one. But okay. I got a 9,000 watt one, so okay. I got a pretty big one. So. But these are things that you you donated out of your own. Yeah. Right. You had it. Okay. Right. So, actually, the ministry needs to own one. Right. <laughs> because you may need that one sometimes to to power your house if you have a storm that comes in, in your own community that you're right. in. So, it looks to me like, see, I'm just dreaming for you here, if that's okay. Because <laughs> I believe in what you're, what you're doing. Right. I'm excited about it. Uh, what I love most of all is your, your passion. Because you've got to be passionate to be able to do the thing that you're doing. This is hard work, folks. I'm just telling you. Yes, it is. <laughs> you it see, is. see here, here it is away with me uh been here behind this radio microphone and i get to talk to different people and i I hear about different ministries and then i think about them later like for instance i had a guy one time that came on the radio show with me and and he tell a story they were missionaries to haiti and these are people who just felt the call of god he built a boat in texas about 150 miles from the coast he built the boat 
hauled it over to the ocean, put it in the water, and then built a house on top of it, sailed the thing to Haiti, oh and lived in it for three or four years while they did ministry. Wow. Now, now, see, I lived that story with him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, that's an exciting story. Yeah. And then I had then one guy came one time, and then they were had gone to do short-term ministries down in Brazil. And he talked about, described about getting on a boat and going up the Amazon and stopping and doing ministry as they went along and then sleeping in the boat at night. I'm going, man, I, I just, I lived that story with them. So see, that's the way I was with you all. When you all told me about what you're doing, you're going to Louisiana, you're going to different places, you're sleeping in your truck, <laughs> <laughs> you, you're working yourself to a point of exhaustion because you, you feel the need See, I live that with you, and I, and I see your your passion, and I, that's why I'm gonna. I want this radio audience to to get a little dose of that. <laughs> and how much would it cost to to buy you a truck? I mean, the type of truck you need. Probably between forty and fifty thousand. Well, that's not to, out to, of to, to, I mean, for a decent one. Yeah. Now, what are we talking about? Like a F two fifty, three fifty, or something like that. It would take at least. Well, I mean, you can. I could do it with a F two fifty or yeah. twenty five hundred series, but thirty five would be a little bit better. Thirty five uh, series, and, and how long is that trailer now? Thirty eight feet. Thirty eight feet. That's a lot of tonnage or poundage that you're hauling there, along with a generator, a cooker, all the different things that you need. Right. But the other thing is, is that you are sleeping. That's what you told me the last time. You're sleeping in the truck. Yeah. Correct. And uh, are, <laughs> do you get a chance to sleep? I mean, you're so busy. Sometimes. Right? Yeah. Not. No, we don't. <laughs> Which actually, this last couple of times, we cut back from three meals a day to two. Okay. We only. And that do, makes sense. It was too it was much. just too much. Yeah. I mean, you didn't have a chance to get a breath. Right. So that helps a lot. I mean, that helped us a lot the last couple of trips. Go ahead. I was just going to say that um, since we were here last time, we actually have a team. Wonderful. We have a team that goes with us pretty much every time, and um, it's two other couples, and then we have a couple ladies from our church that like to go. They don't, they're not able to go every single time, but they go, and they know how we operate. Right. And so we take volunteers. If, if anybody ever wants to go to help, we don't turn you away. It's absolutely an experience. Wow. That's a blessing. It is. <laughs> to, to have a team. It is. Oh, yes. And and one of the couples that help us is, like, ask my cousin, but they uh, they pull their camper when we go. Okay. So, normally we have that if the don't fry the electrical system like we've done one time. But <laughs> <laughs> Say that again, yeah. We plugged it. They plugged it in wrong or something. The first trip we made Louisiana this year they pulled their camper right plugged it up and just fried everything in it couldn't even run the, the air conditioner or nothing you're so, talking about the wiring in the in the trailer inside the camper yes. was it ever did it ever get fixed yes they got it fixed so what did they have to do to fix it you had to rewire them I don't know what they done <laughs> but, but why you were there <laughs> it didn't did have it wasn't doing you any good <laughs> <laughs> now, now do, does everybody sleep in that like you rotate your, your sleeping just or? sleep wherever you can some slept in the church some we slept in the truck some slept in the campers I mean just wherever you can find a place to lay down so. okay now that you switch from uh, three meals to two meals so whereas before it would have been like breakfast, lunch, and supper. So what are you doing now? Like I said, the breakfast. Breakfast on a midday. Midday. Right. Okay. Breakfast would be the standard we eggs, bacon, grits, that type of thing. Yes. 
and then right about three o'clock in the afternoon or four. You just try to start about four, four thirty, something like that. So. Yeah, I think that's yeah, I think that's a smart move. And mm-hmm. you, we we learn as we go, don't exactly. we? Exactly. <laughs> Every time we go, we learn something new that makes it easier for us. So. Sure, sure. Because for two reasons: one is it it's less less taxing on the two of you all and your team, and it's less food that you have to transport and and feed people, and people can sustain on two meals a day. Yes. That's especially if you're getting a good meal, then you're you're you're, you're filling them up. That's right. You know, you feed them a lot of grits, and that's see that's. I mean, Man, we cook so many grits it was on. That's why I say grits are a filler, but it, it's not as expensive as other food. That's right. See, I'm one of those people now. I'm gonna, I fix to get crucified here, but I don't see the point of grits myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I'm from I'm from Kentucky, and, uh, and uh, grits are just not. As far as I know, I mean, we never ate grits when I was growing up. So I mean, the, they just fill you up, right? They do fill you up. Yeah. Now they you put, taste good too. Yeah, you a little cheese in it. But see, that's a whole different world now. Yeah. I mean, you know, the cheese grits with the hush puppies. Now I understand that, but the the other grits was just <laughs> I don't get it but I understand why you do it because like I say it's it's a filler it and, is and, and but I understand fairly easy to prepare it is you can make a whole big old pot of those things just mm-hmm. plop them on the plate it goes a long ways <laughs> okay alright so tell us about now we, uh, I think the last time you were here you'd gone to Louisiana this was during Hurricane Harvey was it or not Hurricane Ida I think Ida we was getting ready to leave we was leaving that that's right. That's we right. Done this on a Thursday and was leaving Friday. That's right. Now, how did that go? It went good. We fed about 4,200 people. 4,200? No, actually, that was about 45. That was in Galliano, wasn't it? Uh, 4,200? 4,500. That's a lot of people. It is a lot. Our, it is a lot. Are people just lined up? As far as you can see, they'll line up. The is first it? meal, usually, like on a Saturday morning, is, is good. I mean, you'll feed three or 400, 500 maybe. But each meal, the line gets longer and longer. The wow. word gets out. Oh, yeah. And the last meal we done in Galliano or in... Lafouche. No, Harvey. One of them. Anyway, we done like 1,430 plates. Wow. <laughs> in about, what, three hours? And, and, and you're, not ever, you're not on the radio advertising. This is just word of word mouth. Of mouth. One person comes, sees it, they go tell other people, and and then, like I said, people come back for the second meal. Wow. This is just like that. We had some signs made that says um, free hot meal, and so we kind of sit them out on the road, you know, stand them on these little stands, and I think that makes a big difference because sometimes people don't want to come because they think we're charging. Uh-huh. And, and you know, some people, that's not the problem after a, 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 torn, a tornado or a hurricane or whatever. It's not that they don't have money. They just don't have power. But sometimes people don't have money and they, mm-hmm. you know, they want the hot meal and they're like, but so we put those signs out there and people just line up and line up and they're so, so thankful. Yeah, because if you're in a situation to where there's no power, that means also the grocery stores probably don't have power either, mm-hmm. and and so there's just no place to even go buy food. Restaurants can't be open right. because there's there's no power, and so yeah, like I was saying earlier, you get hungry real fast. You, you don't you know when you're every day you're eating your regular meals, you don't think about it. But if you go a few meals, and after a while, it begins to, well, you say, I'm really, really hungry here. You run out of those hurricane snacks. Yeah, when we was in Lafouche, they had been out without power like 38 days. Wow. And they was talking to 
another 20 or 30 something days before they would have power so what do the people do i mean you're only gonna be there for a couple of days they had some other people that had been there feeding too so wow in fact as we met another guy there that has the same kind of ministry that had been there and actually had come to panama after hurricane michaels wow so yeah. well i tell you what it's it's a wonderful thing and i i remember uh after hurricane michael came through uh the i think it was the cumulus stations or the clear channel stations uh, radio stations they they combined their broadcasting and there were the djs from all the i think they have like five stations and they the djs would just rotate and they were just letting people just call in mm-hmm. and people were calling in and sharing you know if there was something like what you have going on people would know about it and there were some people who came from atlanta i remember came down and, and uh, fed people and that's it's just a wonderful thing but not everybody is set up able to do something like that and that's what you are doing you're you're trying to get all of your your different equipment and uh, your, your different grills all these things prepared to make your operation as efficient when you go as you possibly can <laughs> so do this for me now you're on facebook how do, how do people find you on facebook it's mana express serving small communities in their time of need okay do you have a, a place on there for people to donate not yes. on yeah there's is there on facebook yeah, no i'm thinking the website no. we, okay. we have a website okay let's give us that mana dot express mana dot express that is it like paypal or something like it's that? a um no it's actually a tab they can click on and they can donate okay and then we have venmo um people donate through venmo and cash app okay so would it be possible and i'm just asking because i don't know to set up two different things here one to donate to donate food other i want to donate toward the purchase of a new truck and equipment to be able to do the job is that i mean would that be a good way to do it or or, or not i think so yeah i mean i can because on the website i think it gives you a couple of different ways to donate uh-huh. i mean you can just specify vehicle or equipment or right right whatever well i think that's important because uh, uh people like you all who are who are generous yourselves and, and you want to you want to feed you want to do what you do and, and you say well i'll just use that to go feed people <laughs> and the truth is is that there needs to be funds set aside to be able to purchase this vehicle no. because the thing about it is that 40 or fifty thousand dollars is what you talked about to buy the type of truck you need it wouldn't take much from a, a, an audience like this to just say a little here, a little there. That's fine. It would, would in a little while you'd have the funds to be able to do and go buy the truck, and then you're you're on your way. Because now the the trailer belongs to you, right? So yes. you, you pretty much donated that. Well, actually, the church bought the, or Ivan Assembly God bought the church bought the trailer. Okay. And actually helped us with the smokers. Okay. But they've in the last month has turned it over to us. They okay. got out of the trailer business altogether. So. Okay, but it still, actually, it actually belongs to Man Express now. No, that's but that's a blessing. Yes, it and is. And so that was one church that stepped up to help you to be able to accomplish it. There may be others because the thing is that people have to see your vision, and that's what what we're doing here on the radio this morning. We're we're helping people to see the vision of what you're doing. Your heart and your compassion is when people are in need, you want to be there to make sure that they're fed and, and they're cared for. And so as, as, as a body of Christ, the, the Christian faith, we see this. Here are two laborers in the vineyard, <laughs> and they want to be able to do it well, 
so they don't have to be constantly getting on the phone. Oh, can I borrow your trailer truck? Can I borrow your truck? Uh, we, we've got a place over here. They need to be fed. we got to go. No, you don't have to worry about all that. you got the truck. You load it up. You go. So, so church family, <laughs> can we do this? I think we could do this. So uh, give us that website again. It's Carla. Manna.express. Manna.express. And so there's a place on the website to, to donate. Yes. Okay. And they they could designate. They want to put it toward the purchase of the truck. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Manna. Dot. Express. Okay. That that, that sounds awfully simple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the ministry is Manna Express. They feed people. That's what they do. That's that's a heart and passion that they do. Now, uh, Brother Keith, you um, you go do these things. So, what happens in your in your normal life? How do, how do you keep everything else up? If you're going off to Louisiana, places to feed people. I mean, you have a home, you have a family. How do you get all this other stuff in? It just works out. <laughs> <laughs> it just all seems to fall together. Yeah. So. Now, do you all store food up? I mean, you talk about you have a free, really. you have a freezer on the trailer. Yes. Is that just like a regular chest type freezer? No, no. It's a six by eight walk in cooler, and it's sitting on the trailer. Yes. Sir. <laughs> We had a eight by ten portable shed uh-huh. that we had jerry rigged into a cooler, uh-huh. but it looked <laughs> it looked like it looked redneck. Okay, yeah. Now, where did this come from? This the guy donated it to us, so somebody donated. Hey, see, we're making progress here. It, yeah, it was kind of an emergency situation because the one that we were going to borrow was being used, and we had to figure out a way because we already had all this. Um, money donated to buy food to go up there and cook so the guy donated the building and then we were going to get it spray foam so it would be insulated so it was going to cost six hundred dollars this is the building that you told me that didn't Before. look good and right. it wasn't all that efficient right. okay well when the guy found out what it was for he donated his services and okay. he so we were able to carry the food out there and and do what needed to be done but now since then We've moved up to a little bit, <laughs> a little, <laughs> a little bit, bit classier. So now, now, this cooler you're talking about, and it's sitting on the back of this uh, flatbed trailer, and it's being cooled even as you're going down the road, so the so the generator is running, right? And it's keeping the food. And uh, it cooled down to 37 degrees. Okay, it it's has a, a air conditioner. Tell him about the it's cool a, bot. Just a house air conditioner with a cool bot system in it. Really, and you. have I don't know how it works. Anyway, it fools air conditioner and makes it cool down to thirty-seven degrees. Okay, because you got to keep the food preserved. Yes. I mean, yes. if you're if you're collecting it here to carry it with you to go down there, and you have to carry everything because when you get there, there's nowhere to buy. Right, because so. because power's out, stores are closed. That's what we were talking about earlier. There's just yeah. no place to go purchase anything. So what happens if you get down there and there's more people than you thought, and you just run out of food? That's you just run out. This time exactly. at home, <laughs> and then your heart hurts. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And a couple times the last. Let's go around. We run out of foods. Okay. For that day, I mean, we you know we decide what we're going to cook each meal, and we run out. I think twice. What? So, so at that time, you just back up, go home. I mean, unless you can find some food someplace. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, the first day we run out of food like that evening, but we had food for the next day, so we used some of it, and then the next day, I think that time we had to actually Walmart was open, so we run to Walmart and got some more eggs and stuff. Okay. 
to cook the next day. So, but then again, that that comes out of your reserve funds right. that people have donated to, and I mean. Have these donations been adequate to cover oh, yeah. all the, the food? It's Both trips we made this this year or this hurricane season was off of one plea for help. Really, and we made two trips, and both times we took six vehicles. Okay, paid okay. for gas and everything. Okay, and again, Mana Express. Mana dot. Express. Mana dot Express. Uh, so not only are we looking to uh, try to raise some money to build a, to buy a truck, uh, this needs to be an ongoing thing because there's no need for them to go if they don't have food. And so, so people, uh, this is a way to step up and help. Now, right now, the, I don't know if there's any type of disturbances going on anywhere. They we had this little hurricane that came out of came out of Mexico, went into the Gulf. And then it went on down to uh, South Florida and went through, but I don't think it did a whole lot of damage. Now, are you all prepared for the next one? I mean, are you, you, you getting stuff stored up? We've got, got a little fun? bit of stuff stored up, but we haven't got no funds stored up yet. And we, we don't usually do that until the week okay. we're going to leave. So, so right now, this would be a good time if people wanted to donate yes. to be prepared for the next time they're going to go. This would be a good time to do so. And we we're actually now a... Non-profit organization. Okay. So we can actually give write-offs. So okay, so 501C3. 501C3, yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, that's that's very important. So, so, okay. And churches. I mean, churches can, can make that a part of their missionary yeah. funds. I mean, uh, the thing is, is that everybody has to understand that not everybody has a passion to do everything. So, I mean, uh, here are two people who said, I have a passion f- for doing this. That's why I asked you earlier, how, how far in the future do you see this happening? And you say, hey, we're, we're going to do it as long as God gives us health to do so. Okay. You're willing to go. And, and even, even if there's money that comes in to buy the food, and even if we could raise enough money to buy your truck, there's a lot of sacrifice going on in your household. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And so now the rest of the body of Christ needs to, needs to recognize that and come along aside and say, hey, if they're willing to go do this, then I want to help send them to do it. So this is just uh, me, just me talking to you, my beloved radio family. I've been doing this for a long time. And, and I always like to give the radio audience an opportunity to, to be involved and share and be a blessing because, well, the thing is, is that whether we like it or we don't like it, it takes money to operate. <laughs> and um, this this thing of saying, well, this is your ministry. Just take it out of your own pocket. Well, I know something about that. <laughs> we do a lot of that. I know you do. See, I, I, I know you do. But that can only go so far. But the thing about it is that it can be expanded when other people see the vision. And that's what we're doing here today. We're casting vision. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. Uh, we do this every Sunday morning here at 8 o'clock on 94.1. We always uh, just talk about the body of Christ and the kingdom of God. And I tell people, I said, really my theme here is the church. We just talk about the church and what the church is doing. But I always like to play a little gospel music. That's just something that I always enjoy doing because I am a big fan of southern gospel music and I thought that the old song Come and Dine would be just right. Man <laughs> Express. This is the Kingsman.
hungry soul is satisfied when he says, come and dine. That's what Man Express, they say, y'all, come on. We got the feed bag on here. We got food for you. That's what they do. They go out these places and they feed people. And a lot of times, nobody has told them to come. They're just doing it because that's what's on their heart to do. And that's one of the reasons why I want to have them back on the show. This is Keith and Carla Whitfield from Mana Express because I wanted us to, to get behind these folks and help them do what they do. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast in the Crescent Park Plaza. We love visitors. Won't you come and worship with us today? We start at 11.05 for our Sunday morning service. We love the Lord and we love the Word and love to see you <laughs> bring the family. Also, if you would like to listen to this show again, it's uh, show number 1077. You can find it on the podcast. Past, uh, type in Pastor Jack King, Tallahassee. And you'll see all kinds of talk shows and the daily broadcast. You can uh, listen to it or share it with a friend if you want to. And uh, don't forget Saturday night, 7 o'clock, for the Saturday Night Gospel. Sing with me, Pastor Jack King. Full hour of the best music on the planet. I'm just telling you, Southern Gospel style, we crank it up. <laughs> Saturday night, 7 o'clock. Won't you join me this Saturday night gospel singing? Also, Monday through Friday is the daily broadcast. It's a daily Bible teaching of the Word of God. Comes on 11 o'clock here on 94.1. And, um, well, it's the Word. So you know the Word is going to bless you. I encourage you to join me. Now, uh, you handed me something here while we were playing the song. It's, uh, you can explain it to us. It's called uh, is this Venmo. Venmo. Mana Express 2020. Is this a way to, to uh, be able to donate? Yes. Okay. And it says Cash App. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is what the young people use. Cash App and then Mana Express. Yeah. Money. Money. Oh, the money, money sign. Yeah. Mana Express. Okay. If someone would like to donate using Cash App. Okay. Or if they would rather use Venmo, then they can do Mana Dash Express Twenty Twenty. Now, this Express. is this what they call an app? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't yeah. use them. I don't know. Venmo and Cash App is an app. Okay, so they would they would have to have this app on their phone, yeah. but I'm sure they can download that if they want to. Mm -hmm. And so people like Keith and I, we're not going to do this, but <laughs> young people, younger people than me right. would probably do this. So it's Venmo, Mana Express 2020. Mana Dash Express Dash 2020. Oh, you got to oh. have the dashes in there. Got to get them dashes in there. Mana Dash Express Dash 2020. Or... Cash app dollar sign Man Express. Yes. So they can go there and they can donate. And I've this is I've I've, I've invented this for y'all. They can say, well, we want to donate toward the purchase of food and gasoline because it costs fuel. And boy, I tell you what, it's gonna cost you on this next trip. Yes, it will. Or if you want to donate toward the purchase of a new truck. Our truck, not to be new, but a good one. Okay. We want to, We don't want them on the side of the road now. No. <laughs> uh, a, a truck to pull this flatbed trailer they have to be able to go and do whatever it is that they are sent or wherever they, they're sent to go do this. Now, you mentioned something before we started the show, that an, an event that you all did down in Wakala County, and you were feeding first responders. Yes. Tell us about that. 
On May 23rd, we went to the Sheriff's Department in Crawfordville, and we did an appreciation luncheon for all of the first responders. Um, We had someone that took the firefighters their meals, and then we actually set up in the Sheriff's Department, and people that were getting off duty and people that were coming on duty were were able to come in and get a plate and we were able to hug their necks some of them and tell them how much we appreciate what they do i think they needed that (laughs) because a lot of times they don't understand that we do care about them they're real underappreciated yeah now as you are out there feeding people in these different locations you go to you've got deputies who are out at the work people who are uh, emergency people especially uh, after a hurricane or something like that i mean my goodness all these people are working Sometimes they may not even be able to find a place to eat because, again, restaurants are closed. So so you see a lot of them at the uh, the different places you're at? Well, we usually ask, um, you know, wherever we are, we ask someone if there's one nearby, like if there's a sheriff's department or a fire department, if anybody has any connections, and they'll load up plates and take them, and then they'll usually come to the next meal. Wow. But we always want to make sure that our firefighters and all first responders and linemen get fed wow <laughs> yeah love, because i'm linemen they they need to keep working so we get our power back <laughs> and we appreciate all they do oh yeah yeah and, and a lot of those people are coming from out of town they're, yeah. they're, they're not even they don't even have a home to go to that's right here they because i see them boy they've they've got to where nowadays they'll they'll have them sitting ready i've seen them before in walmart's just full of uh, vehicles ready to go so as this storm passes through man they're at it and they're they're coming from all over the just all over the place to come and i think that there's somebody out here that cares about them the thing is is that even with all that you are doing you, you're really just barely just touching the need in most A of these places need, yeah. exactly yeah but I, I was thinking about this listening to this song just come and die and about you know when jesus fed this uh they fed the 5,000, literally fed the 4,000. You all are talking about the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when y'all said that, that was the first thing that came to my mind. I said, can you imagine what that was like when Jesus said, okay, y'all sit down on the ground here. <laughs> and and he took the food as Jesus blessed it. Then he handed it to the disciples so that they could do, they could sense and feel the miracle. <laughs> and then they began to, to pass it out. And the thing is, is that now these people who have joined your team, they get to feel the miracle <laughs> and just sit. But but I think about Brother Keith, you're cooking during this whole time. I mean, is it kind of you're cooking and and uh, uh, Carla's kind of helping the feeding part? Well, actually, we've got the two couples that go with us. Both of the husbands help me cook. Okay. And then the wives help Carl and serve. So. Now, if you're doing this, like on a day like today was, are you outside doing oh, this? Yeah. On a, I mean, are you making sure you're hydrated? We I mean, you're trying working? to stay hydrated. We usually take fans with us, and they're usually under a tent, and we try to put one on the cook trailer, but we're fixing to have a roof on our trailer, so we'll yeah. be out of the sun a little bit. So. Yeah, because that's, that's you're, you're not only in the heat, but you're around heat. And that's going to take a lot out of your it body. Does. It gets hot. So, yeah. So, so and all day long, you think, so be careful. Yeah, it gets hot. <laughs> well, we don't want the bear. Right. You know about the bear? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't He's want about the, caught us a couple times. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's serious stuff. Yes. Because I've, I've known people who's, who's allowed themselves to fall victim to that. And, and the recovery is very difficult. So that's why I'm being so 
to caution you. I work out in the heat all the time, and I, I know about the heat. And, and I try to hydrate myself to make sure I keep plenty of water and fluids in me. But just something you have to be mindful of. And also, as people join you, mm-hmm. and they're not necessarily used, you know, to used to it, you have to remind them to make sure they stay hydrated. Just to, it's, it's, a, it's a big deal what you're doing. I mean, you would prefer that these things be a little bit more to fall, would you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, we, we're looking down the road, and we say, well, we don't know when the next event's going to take place. But you're you're planning and you're thinking and about what you might be able to do and where you might want to go, and then we talked about the fact that this is a good time for people to be replenishing the pantry as far as the funds that you, that you're going to need. Now, is the inflation thing? Are you seeing that affecting you real real bad yet? I mean, everything that's costing you a little bit more. Well, it's just yeah, it's just going to cost more. I mean, it's just where we could usually make two trips, we only might can make one. So, okay, but I mean, like if for instance, if you're going to go buy some eggs, the last time you went, they might have been this, and now they're this twice as much. Yeah, yeah well, I, I got a, I got a chicken here that she just started laying again. And she's she's giving me two eggs so far. So should I save those for you? <laughs> hey, we cracked forty five or sixty dozen eggs one trip. Sixty dozen of Eggs. Oh we my! Did have a lady that donated eggs the last time yeah. we went? How many do you remember? Sixty dozen. She donated. She did. Mm-hmm. This one lady that donated lady, yeah. all the eggs. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have a technique of the cracking the eggs? No. Just crack them. Just, we just get around a table and have a party. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that's something people don't think about. It, it, it takes a lot to crack eggs and, and not get the eggshell down. Oh, you either. get eggshells on them. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know these people who are the professional chefs, they can they can do that with one hand. I, I've seen them. They can pop that thing and just it's just amazing how quickly they can they can do that sort of thing. But sixty dozen of eggs. That's a lot of eggs. That is a lot of eggs. Now, I'm, I'm assuming you're just throwing them on the grill and, and you're scrambling them. Scrambling them, yes. Sir. Scrambling them all up. So, so your typical breakfast would be the the eggs and the grits and what's the bacon? sausage patties. Sausage patty. It's toast or anything like that? They no, don't do toast. No, no toast. It's too much trouble. <laughs> so it's basically the the mainstay, the the sausage, the eggs, and the grits. And then what are we drinking? Water. Water they want. Normally they won't take nothing from us to drink. Really? We took one trip. We took a hundred cases of water and didn't give the first bottle away. Huh? What there's, there's usually plenty of water. Yeah. So we quit taking water. So we just okay. take what we need for us. So so, so they, they don't drink anything when they're eating the, the the breakfast. Sometimes they'll get a bottle of water, but it's usually from the where we're at. You know, from like the location. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So, <laughs> which makes it easier for us. So we sure. don't have to haul that much. One less thing so. that you have to deal with is right. a little less weight. Yeah. All those sort of things. But that's just interesting that you say that because now most people like like coffee. Now, I don't drink coffee, but people drink coffee. <laughs> Do without my coffee. I mean, do you serve coffee? With, with no, a okay. it would be too hard because ever since COVID, people don't really get to walk up to the table, so they they're driving through in their car. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So we will usually have someone on this side of the table that walks to the car to ask them how many plates they need, and then they'll carry them to the car. Oh. Um, but ever since we got help, we have a team now. When we have help, he is able to come down off the cook trailer and kind of mingle with the people a little bit. And that I've just seen him get blessed so much by being able to do that and have the time and the 
chance to get to meet some people. Right, because that's really the thing is it touching the people. Yeah. And uh, now, what about the ability to share the gospel? And, the, and I know this is not totally what you're about, but you are you're representing Christ when you go do these things. Yeah, we do. But we know. Hopefully, one day when we go, we'll have a team that will be able to minister to people spiritually while right. we're mis- ministering to them physically. But some, a lot of times we do go to a church. We, I mean, it's not mandated that we go to a church to feed people. We just kind of put fillers out and find out where the most damage is done. And it has to be a small area. We don't want to go to a large city that's already going to be getting a lot of help. We want to okay. go to small places where people feel like no one knows about them or remembers them and then sometimes it is at a church and so like for instance one time we went to a church in harvey wasn't it harvey louisiana and the pastor there was a young pastor and people were coming through that line that didn't even know there was a church there and he was out there every minute that we were out there he was out there Uh and he was ministering to those people and so he he was so blessed by us coming and then the people were blessed because they they found a church home and some wow. people even actually came to church there that Sunday and there was no power but he gave a little message and was just thrilled that people knew that he was there. Wow, what a wonderful opportunity. It was, it was, yeah. it was great. To be able to, to bless that little church and to bless the people mm-hmm. and to connect them together because you're doing something that's visible. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas it, you know, it's funny how uh, scenery just kind of blends in. You pass something every day and you don't even see it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then all of a sudden something like this makes it stand out and they go, what's going on there? And that cook trailer we got, I mean, it's big. It's, it's big. <laughs> yeah. And it draws attention. Now, now, how much longer do you think that the COVID thing is going to keep you from uh, actually being able to have, have sit-down meals, or, or or would you? I mean, would you change it? Or yeah, well, we would love from to do like it was when we was in Blunstown, just come up, mingle and talk, and right, hang right. out or do whatever. Yeah. And who knows? Who knows yeah. when we'll be able to do that again? So. Right. Well, I mean. Uh, it seems to me like the things are pretty much somewhat returned to normal. But then again, we're in Florida. Right. Yeah. And it's not that way. For what I understand, I haven't been out of Florida for a while. But I know here in Florida, we we kind of reacted somewhat different than uh, what I understand much of the other part of the country did. And, uh, so, I mean, here just, we're, We just kind of play it by ear, see how it goes when we get there and see how receptive they are to doing this or that you know right right yeah because the idea that uh, I'm talking about being able to present the gospel if you're able to mingle with the people and sometimes just through conversation you find out that there's other needs besides Mm -hmm. just feeding them because one thing about it is that when you feed them and you take care of their physical needs they'll open their heart to you to be able to, to to deal with some of the other areas right. in their lives and things like that, yeah. then you're right. Having more of a team that uh, can be a little bit freer to be able to do some of those things, I think that'd be a tremendous thing. And uh, but now, when when your team goes with you, they pretty much pay their own expenses. No, we pay for the gas and stuff. Okay, so okay. Just so that helps. Yes. Yeah. So let's Which, go I mean, they would by <laughs> far. They would by no. I mean, they wouldn't dare. They always try to pay for their own stuff, but. We always pay for their gas and stuff yeah. for helping us. Because you're thinking the same thing you are sacrificing. You don't want to put any more sacrifice on them than you have to. I understand that. Give them the uh, websites and all that kind of stuff again so that and all this these things that you share because we want to give people the opportunity 
to be able to donate. And one of the things that we talked about here on the show is that the we're wanting to get prepared now because we're right in the beginning of hurricane season, and it's going to go through November the first. So what they would, I'm just speaking for you all, I hope that, you know, but they'd like to have some money in the bank ready to be able to purchase food for the next time they go. Right. Okay, so that donations can be the, we're also saying, hey, if you got some money, you could donate to help buy a truck because they need a truck to be able to pull that trailer. Okay, go ahead and give them all the information and give them. Okay, if you want to donate using the website, or even if you just want to go on there and look at what we do, it's mana.express, and there is no .com or or anything like that. It's just mana.express. Okay. Um, if, and then you can donate using that also. If you want to use Venmo, you can go to Venmo mana-express-2020. Okay. And if you want to use Cash App, it's the dollar sign mana-express. Well, they just type that in, and then it just gives them a, a place. I guess they play with. I pay with a debit card or a credit card. Yes, something like that. Okay. Well, that's that's a, an opportunity for you to give toward the ongoing ministry of doing what they're doing, feeding people. Now, I'm on your evidently I, either I you you befriended me or I befriended you or something like that because I see you on the Facebook. Is that open for everybody? Absolutely. Yeah. How would they, how would they do that? We have. A website on face I mean sorry a Facebook group called Mana Express serving small communities in their times of need okay so if somebody wants to find you they type that in yes and then they, they bring it up and then they can befriend you mm-hmm. <laughs> see I'm really not all that techy but <laughs> <laughs> anyway and then they can see the same pictures that I've been seeing yeah. the, the picture oh we're off again we're going to such such place and, and you can you can be aware of where the ministry is going, some of the things they're doing. Now, you've shared some stories with us. You got any more good stories of things that uh, uh, has happened to you out there? Uh, has there been any problems, any breakdowns or anything like oh, that? goodness. <laughs> the first trip that we made to Louisiana was interesting. We had firewood flying off the off the truck into somebody's grill. Oh, Fortunately, no. they were with us, but still, it was a problem okay. nonetheless. We yeah. had two blowouts that first trip. Um, but the last two times, everything was really smooth. Good. We didn't have any blowouts. We were prepared, though. Right. Um, so you had your jacks with you and, and, your, and your air thing. wrenches. And, <laughs> and, so you just, and you had spares. Right. Yeah, it's always a good idea <laughs> to take a spare with you. So you were able to get that fixed. So now you don't put the firewood on the back of the trailer. No. <laughs> <laughs> we learned a lesson. Yeah. And, but now you say it was somebody that's on your team. They were behind you. So they were the ones who received the firewood. <laughs> piece of firewood went right between the bumper and the radiator. Oh, my Stuck goodness. in the truck. Did it damage the radiator? Mm-mm. Good, hey. good. Oh, Thank gracious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that's that's a good story. Anything else? I mean, no, it sounds to me like it's, you're doing pretty smooth on the road. It, it's, it had, the last two trips have been really good. I mean, good. just out there do what we do and come back anytime you get on the road and uh, that's one of the things about whenever I have a, a gospel singing group comes and interviews with me <laughs> See, tell me a bus story <laughs> oh you talk they always Cause, got yeah because they're on the road all the time and you yeah. know when you're on the, on the road that much somewhere along the line something's going to break down yeah. that's just a, that's just the, the the nature of the thing we have been blessed on the last yeah. couple of trips I know the last time that uh, I saw Fortress I don't know if you ever 
have heard of Fortress. They're, they're a gospel group. They're from Hosford. And I saw them out at the Indian Springs uh, Baptist Church, and they said, well, we don't know whether these bricks are going to get us home or not. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm going, you got this big old <laughs> Evidently, they did. So they, they, they didn't hear anything bad no. happening. But that's part of it. And, and uh, again, you, you're borrowing a truck, and you're hoping that you – know, Nothing goes wrong. Right. I mean, you're borrowing them from friends most of the time, so you kind of know a little something about them. Yes, but but still, that's that's a big thing. Whenever you you put a vehicle out on the road, going and doing what you're doing, you hope that everything goes well, and then you get there and you get set up, and uh, and everything just functions like it does. Now, what time a day do y'all generally like to arrive? We try to get there Friday afternoon. Okay, get set up, kind of chill. And then get up fresh Saturday morning and get started. And start feeding on Saturday morning. That'd be the the first meal, right? Which would be the breakfast type of thing, yeah. and which, as you said, would probably be somewhat limited because people don't know you're there yet. Right. But the time you get to the next one, then it's a little bit more, a little bit more, more and more. Until finally you go to the cupboard and go, it's all gone. Yep. <laughs> and uh, have you had it yet to where people have said, okay? Y'all need some more food? Did he bring it to you? No. No? We did one time in, was it Ragley? I don't remember. I think. We had just about run out, and Red Cross come up and asked, could they set up in the parking lot with us, and they served like 500 meals. Wow. So wow. we served probably 2,000 meals that day between the two of us. Really? At one meal time, yeah. And so the Red Cross had all their own equipment right. and stuff, and so they came in, and y'all they worked They just set together. up right over beside us, and... Started okay. handing out plates. Wow. Now, did did, the, did they have food to help you all, to give to you all to cook? or No. no. So they had, they had their own food. No. They were cooking. You're over here. You're cooking. And between the two of you, you're feeding a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> now, did they have the ability to spread the word because of their local? Uh, I don't know if they did or not. We didn't have a problem getting people there. Yeah. They was lines. Line, they would be lining up an hour before we'd start serving. Wow. Okay, so as you have seen this and you have done this, and you know that this is the call of God for you, I mean, how do you know that? I mean, what 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 is it that speaks to your heart? It's just it's satisfying. Okay, and you know the way things come together and the way things work out when we get ready to go. Just no other way it will happen without God. Wow. Just no way it would happen. It's just an amazing thing, though, that, that you all would, would sacrifice so much. Because it is, and I know you are. And like you said, there's times and you're, if the funds are not there, you're going to make it there. And uh, that's, and I, I understand that, but I always wish it didn't have to happen for so many who are in what we call parachurch ministries. But I know, because I've had so many different people on the radio, and of course, personally, that a lot of times we just take it out of our own pocket and we go but this gives people an opportunity and I'm talking about to those of you who are listening this is your opportunity to invest in a ministry people with good hearts and uh, they love the Lord now you all were were, were figuring when I, when I came up earlier when y'all said and you said where does it figure you got pounds and all that kind of stuff for me what, 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 what were you figuring when you were <laughs> we was figuring up how much we have actually cooked since last time there we was you on your show with you. Yeah. And we've actually been to Louisiana twice, and we've actually got into doing some fundraisers and benefits for people. 
and we was figuring out we've done one, two, three, about seven fundraisers in okay. the last year. Okay. I mean, we've probably fed close to 15,000 people this past year. Wow. And, so, and there's been 11 different times that you've gone out to different places where there are things have happened, uh, power's out, people are in need, people are hungry, and you've gone to different places. It seems to me like the guy's been calling you to Louisiana a lot. <laughs> yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> we've made, well, actually, we've made three trips to Louisiana. Really? Two, wow. One, the first time we went was Louisiana, and then we've made two this past hurricane right, season. Right, right, right. But but you're you want to go wherever reasonably. Yeah. I mean, it would be very difficult for you to go to California. Well, yeah, we can't. But, but this is your area, so we're yeah. in the in the southeast as such. Okay. Uh, one last time, we have got about a minute and a half. To give us the information how people can donate to your ministry. Mana dot express, and there is a it's a website, and you can donate donate on there or on Venmo. Mana dash express dash twenty twenty. Or Cash App, dollar sign, Mana Express. Okay. And all of that information is on the website, I'm assuming, the Mana Express. It's a Mana Express, what now? Mana.express. Mana.express. Okay. And please pray for us, too. Amen. And we're going to do that right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for Keith and Carla, Father, for their heart that you've called them to do. Father, I pray that you'd. you'd you would help them, Father, to be able to have the food, have the fun, financing. The God, that you would help them to be able to purchase this vehicle, that they can be able to do this and be safe on the road, Father God. I just pray that there be an anointing upon them and what they do, Father. And Lord, we pray for these people, these people who are being blessed, that God, through their expression of love, that, Lord, they'd see Christ and hearts and souls would be saved. Father, we thank you for your blessings. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give you glory and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all so much Thank for coming. You. Thank you for having me. Being on the show with me. Until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.